the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. KDOW, Palo Alto, the Bay Area's black on the Bay Area's business leader. 1220 KDOW. Come in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, much, much more. That holiday season is all fine, so pleasing. So hopefully you're having a good holiday time of it. A lot going on on Wall Street right now. We have a fiscal cliff that, let's say if there's no compromise, unemployment checks stop going out at the end of the month. Let's say if there's no compromise, our paychecks, we see more money taken out at the start of the year. Are you ready with that? Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money invested in retirement. Fiscal cliff. Big article in the New York Times today about how Walmart used payoffs to get its way into Mexico. Very corrupt. I don't think... uh, that hurts Walmart that much as far as stock goes. Very well-known issues that Mexico is a corrupt country. Very well-known that Walmart did stuff they shouldn't have done in, in Mexico. Apple gets a request for banning all Samsung products in the United States. Denied. Back and forth continues on the fiscal cliff. SP 500 advanced 1.2% yesterday. Kind of have an end of the year rally expecting some sort of proposal, counter proposal game going on, expecting some sort of compromise. Obama made a counter proposal yesterday. Income tax rates would go up. At the 400,000 income level versus the previous call at the 250,000 level. The president's new proposal would increase revenue by about 1.2 trillion, cut spending by about 1.2 trillion over the next 10 years, includes $230 billion of savings from the interest paid on the debt, and a change in the way inflation is calculated for determining Social Security. The president wants the debt ceiling raised enough to cover spending for at least the next two years. He's starting to think his legacy. And the Republicans could ruin his legacy by forcing a recession. He doesn't want that. But when the Republicans be hurting themselves and facing a slew of taxes that they don't want, absolutely. Let's just say it's uh, complicated, right? The word this morning from an unnamed Republican aide is the new proposal has been rejected by Speaker Boehner on a lot of levels. One of the primary objections is the proposed debt ceiling increase isn't matched dollar for dollar with new spending cuts. 
Other Republicans have also voiced their objections to the new proposal. Meredith Whitney reportedly upgraded Citigroup, Bank of America, Discover Financial Services. So we wait for a compromise. It's elusive. Well, at the same time, we're moving ahead with the stock market, and analysts are starting to say things like, hey, look, some of these stocks look cheap, and that could drive the market. Japan's stock market continued its hot streak. Bad loans in Spain hit a new high in October. China is said to be targeting 7.5% GDP in 2013. Current account deficit narrowed to $107 billion in the third quarter. I wish I could tell you that's some sort of news. It's just, it's kind of not. To get your calls on the air today, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. The reason I call the account deficit not that much news is a lot of people want to look for things that can drive the market. And to me, it's just, it's kind of past performance. It tells us a little bit that things are weak internationally in retail. HP downgraded today to sell from a holdover at Topeka. That's pretty aggressive because this has been a, a staunch loser. Now, in the short term, it's rallied a bit. They think uh, over at Topeka Capital that HP is going to face serious competitive challenges. And they think any rally is a chance to get out. They see it as a selling opportunity. They seek value plays elsewhere. HP is just becoming a less relevant force internationally. I hate HP computers. Just don't like them in any way. Put a gun to my head, Dell or HP? Dell. Put a gun to my head, Apple or Dell? Point flip. Apple computers from an informal survey to the last time was twice as long. As uh, Windows PCs. Oracle, big winner today. Oracle uh, set to report quarterly results tonight after the market's close. December home builder sentiment is in the news this morning. So we're going to pay attention to can the new home builders continue to rock and roll as they have. November's number hit a number of 46, a reading of 46. It was the highest since May of 2006. Very low inventories, very low interest rates, very low prices. I expect home prices to, yes, continue to stabilize, continue to slightly improve. Some markets better than others. But in the long term, as interest rates go higher, as inventories become uh, more thrown into the market, I'm not expecting the greatest next 10 years for real estate. I'm not expecting, like, the hell in a handbasket, but I'm not expecting greatness either. Television ratings firms Nielsen said it's going to pay 48 bucks a share to buy Arbitron. Arbitron Values uh, does deals in radio ratings. It's 26% premium. That's pretty high. Arbitron is going to help Nielsen better solve for unmeasured areas of media consumption, including streaming, audio, and out-of-home. High level of engagement with radio and television amongst rapidly growing multicultural audiences 
made Nielsen say, you know, we need to do this. The two companies generated about $6 billion in the last 12 months. New core steel in the news today. They expect to report a fourth quarter profit of 25 to 30 cents a share below expectations. And take an accounting charge. But ultimately, their quote was lower steel mill margins are primarily impacting our bar and plate steel mills, reflecting the cumulative impact of high import levels and general economic uncertainty. Sheet mill margins are improved in the fourth quarter after bottoming them out in the third quarter. I wish I could help extrapolate that for you other than say, look, sometimes it's just noise that I want you not to focus too much on. To get your calls on the air, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, much, much more. What do you think? Is McRib going to save McDonald's? Is Boehner going to save the Republicans? Is Obama going to submit his legacy? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You can find me at YouTube, Rob Black Show. Facebook group page, I Hate Rob Black. Twitter, Rob Black Show. It's Rob Black and your money on the Wall Street Business Network. Geico says, let's make life simpler. You need to buy. Dow Industrials are up eight points to 13,243, a gain of 0.1%. S&P 500 index higher by two points, a gain of 0.2%. NASDAQ up 12 points, that's a gain of 0.4%. That's a Bloomberg Market Minute. Listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome back in. Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and much, much more. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. I hope the season is finding you with some cheer. Even this in the headlines recently have been downright horrific if you're a family man. Will they or won't they get a millionaire tax in place, a $400,000 a year tax in place? Will they or won't they? 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Hopefully you can have a debate that's reasonably intelligent. I'm talking about who should be raising taxes right now, the state you live in or the federal government? Both, neither nor. You tell me. 800-516-1220 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Home build confidence rose to the highest level since 2006. That's helping banks enormously right now. Keep that in mind. We've had a pretty rough year with some mass shootings and some bad weather. Bad weather cooking the crops. Hurting our animal livestock. That's mass shootings obviously hurting our psyche. As well as our children. As well as our sense of safety. 
Today we've got the Dow up 8, the NASDAQ up 11, the S&P 500 up 2. Let's welcome in CFP Chad Burton. He is a certified financial planner with newfocusfinancial.com. One of the areas that I don't like talking about is insurance. We know about investments, fun and sexy. We know about taxes, you got to pay them. But insurance is part of the formula in getting to retirement. And I always say insure what you can't afford to lose. But I think a lot of people in the age of 20 to 50, Chad, don't really, all we think about is life insurance or homeowner's insurance or renter's insurance. I think one of the forgotten insurances is like gap insurance. I, I know it's like an odd topic to start with, gap insurance. What is gap insurance? Gap insurance is if, let's say, you, you buy a car for thirty grand, right? right? And then you turn around and total it. The insurance company says, well, at that time, your value of your car is only $15,000, but you still owe twenty because you took a loan out. You've only paid it, you've, you're, you're paying it down at a lower rate than what the value is depreciating at. So that is a very big risk, especially in the first three years that you buy a car, for example. Which I don't think people think about, and yet I do. I think it's actually a pretty good insurance to get. It, it is, especially because we also say that you know having the higher deductible insurance typically makes sense. So if you're a person that you're doing things the right way, where you have six to 12 months worth of cash and emergency reserves if you're a younger person, right? then that means that you're allowed to then go out and get higher deductible auto policies, home policies, health insurance policies, so that your monthly premiums are lower so that you can save more money in your 401k. But if you're going to do that, typically it also means that you need that gap coverage in case you do total your car. Otherwise, you could be out of pocket five to $10,000 to get that replacement. Another little tip on insurance that I think is important is I've got a friend who lost 190 pounds. He lost a human being. I mean, he lost 190 pounds. <laughs> I'm like, did you get your health insurance uh, changed? Did you get your um, life insurance changed? Because when he got... Life insurance is a 300, well, I guess 350-pound man. He was about to die. He was a diabetic. He's actually lost diabetes. He no longer has to take insulin. So he needs to go and have all of his insurance redone. And they will lower your rate, insurance companies. They'll never raise your rate, but they will lower your rate if you do something like lose 20, 30, 40 pounds. Did you know that? No. I did. Yes, I didn't know that. It's, oh, it's, I thought I had them. It's like stump the let me, let me get an example too. So people go out and they buy life insurance. Yeah. Okay. And but when they're doing it, they're they not they might not smoke all the time, but they might have a cigar once in a while or yeah. or dip, you know, chewing tobacco. Right. They get rated as a tobacco user. You can go through a certain period of time with the insurance company and go back and say, I no longer smoke. I no longer chew. Take a physical that proves it. Send it in, and they can lower your rates. Okay. And if people bought term insurance like three or four years ago and they're still healthy, they might want to redo that plan because it's cheaper now. Term insurance is a lot cheaper now. There's more people in the business, and insurance companies want the business. Okay. So question your insurance policies every couple of years, especially if you had some life-changing events on the positive. Really, it's, it's, it's almost every year. It's almost okay. like you know, I'll go through and, and call a uh, cable bill, cell phone company and say, I'm about ready to leave unless you've got something better to offer me. And every time I do that, every six months, it seems like I get money knocked off my cable bill or my cell phone bill, or I get some sort of incentive or a free upgrade or whatever. You know, you ask for it. They want your business. I always call the insurance company or the cable companies, and I'm saying, I'm pretty sure I didn't order Naughty Nurses 3. <laughs> so we have different conversations with the cable companies. Why is my bill $300? And they say, I think you ordered 4 and 5 as well, Mr. Black. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. I'm guilty. Um, so some of these insurance issues are, are, are obvious. Some obvious. Some of them are not. Um, I think the one that's also not necessarily obvious for people is disability insurance. You or I have a greater chance of being disabled before we die. Yep. And when you're disabled in your working years, it's financially 
crushing because you lose your income. So disability insurance is really, really important to consider. Yeah, I mean, and I'm loaded up on it because of what I do for fun. Wakeboard, snowboard, all that kind of stuff. It's more likely that I'll be injured and can't work for a while than, than, than die. So, um, and I also have, as a business owner, it's important to have things like overhead policy so that there's, there's key man disability so somebody could replace you if you're gone from your company, but also just overhead disability, which usually lasts for about six months, so it keeps the lights on. It makes the payroll payments while you're not there doing it. You know what I mean? Especially if, so, that, so in a key person situation, it's also important to... Uh, so in our little joint venture, do you have key man on you? I do. I have overhead and key man. Do we have key man on me because I bring in... I'm the rainmaker? I don't think you can qualify because of all your ailments. <laughs> what are my ailments? <laughs> okay, we're going to play... about that off air. We're going to play Stump the Burton. Stump what the was Burton. the name of the first vampire to appear in a movie? Dracula. No, it's not Frodo. Who cares? <laughs> We're playing Stump the Burton. Okay, fine. You can win a Joan Baez album if you want to call in right now, 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Stump the Burton. Do you have anything else on insurance that we're missing? So maybe some of the, the finer points? Um, let's see other types of insurance. No, it, you know, if people will look, if they don't have insurance through their employer disability insurance, which is very important. We've talked about that before. If you're, like, job hunting and you get two offers, they're pretty close. Take the one that has better disability insurance coverage often because it's expensive. But those that can't afford it can still do something like an AFLAC where it gives them some cash in their pocket if they are injured to help pay the bills over a two- to three-month period. It's still very important to look at, and you can usually pay for that with your um, health savings account or FSA account. Quick answer. Um, when should people consider umbrella insurance? As soon as they have assets outside of retirement accounts. Okay. So as soon as you have equity in your home or uh, you know tax, taxable account savings, then you want to look at umbrella insurance. It's cheap. That's certified financial planner Chad Burton. Chad Burton, you can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. And I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You can find me at Twitter, Rob Black Show. We could talk fiscal cliff. We could talk crazy things like college campuses being funded by American taxpayers. Americans are providing right now $154 million for college football in Seattle. University of Washington tried to get their own Seattle area taxpayers, but that ran afoul to fund the $150 million deal. That didn't prevent the taxpayers and the rest of the United States from subsidizing the $250 million project currently underway, though. Tax breaks on municipal bonds issued for the stadium. Donations for construction, increased contributions, type ticket purchases are going to cost the Treasury about $154 million over 30 years. I'm Rob Black. Rob Black has a financial interest in the success of New Focus Financial. I get a piece of that action. Simple. Just visit Conrad to say thanks. Ever since you saved money on your mobile, I like it. I like it a lot. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome back in. Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and much, much more. The gauge confidence amongst home builders rose in December to the highest level since April 2006, with respondents encouraged by declining inventory and good sales conditions. According to the National Association of Home Builders, the index rose yet again. Despite eight months of gains, confidence gained 
gauge remains below 50. Readings over 50 indicate that builders see sales conditions as good. Under 50 is poor. So it's more good versus more poor. One thing that's still holding back potential home sales is the difficulty that many families are encountering in getting qualified for mortgage due to the overly stringent lending standards. That's light enough just a bit going forward. I think we all expect that. What do we need to talk about? I think there's some other issues, absolutely. Apple shares are up today. Samsung's quit a fight in Europe on patents. Both these companies are eventually going to work together on licensing each other patents. And Apple consumes a lot of Samsung goods inside their electronics. Probably will move more away from their products in the future. So those are some of the top stories in the news today. One that I want to throw out there, and again, I hope people can just relax on some of these issues. But Dick's Gooding, excuse me, Dick's Sporting Goods and Walmart have stopped selling some firearms just days after the slaughter at a school in Connecticut left 27 people dead. Certainly there's two or three debates this Connecticut school will help America push forward, hopefully. Some of these debates include how do we treat mental disease after it gets out of the high school? In high school, we've got all sorts of systems in place to help kids, to spot kids. But once they're out of high school and they're not going to college, a lot of shooters tend to be young men. How do we treat mental disease after they get out of high school? Another one that we're going to be talking about is, do you need 30 clips of ammo, 10 clips of ammo, 10 rounds, 30 rounds per clip? What do you need? You know, certainly, Pierce Morgan on CNN is making a name for himself really aggressively right now because he comes from England. And he talks about how they've got bans on certain guns. Now, crime has gone down. Same thing with Australia. But we have it in our DNA, in our Constitution, literally, right to bear arms, to protect ourselves from our government. Which when was the last time that was ever invoked? Our government now has nuclear weapons, so I think that's just kind of silly. I want our good guys, our police and our firefighters, to have the best of the best. I don't want my neighbor to. So there's debates out there, but Dick's Sporting Goods, one of the largest gun outlets in the United States, and Walmart, Dick's Sporting Goods said it's removed all guns from its store nearest the tragedy. They've also suspended the sale of modern sporting rifles in all their stores. The company said it was acting out of respect for victims and their families. Walmart, they've stopped selling the Bushmaster semi-automatic, the weapon that 20-year-old Adam Lanza used on most of his victims. I am so out of touch with Walmart. You know, I joke about it on a pretty pretty regular basis. About how you're not going to find me in a uh, Walmart anytime soon. I didn't know you could buy semi-automatic rifles at Walmart. I knew you could buy guns, but I was assuming shotguns and maybe some small firearms. 
Do I own Walmart? Not directly, but indirectly through mutual funds. Am I glad they're doing a suspension? I am. Let a little debate happen. Let's see where we fall on this. See if we get any momentum. But uh, a couple of the gun store companies, a company like Ruger, ticker symbol RGR, Sturm Ruger, they're down another 5%. Since the tragedy happened, they've, they've dropped pretty aggressively, to be quite honest with you. Going from $47 down to $41. Do you think this is just temporary? Absolutely. Then you'd be saying to yourself, um, this is a buying opportunity. If you think as we forget the victims, we'll go back to business as usual, you'd be buying Ruger here. Smith & Wesson, ticker symbol SWHC, they're down another 8% today. What's interesting to note, both these stocks peaked in right before uh, November when it looked like there was an election that was still going to be contested that maybe someone w- could win other than Obama. But now that Obama's in, these stocks have tanked. Will Obama make part of his legacy gun reform? I would have to imagine so. One private equity company called Cerebus. They're selling all their shares in Bushmaster Gunmaker Freedom Group. Cerebus acquired Bushmaster in 2006 and merged it into a gun firm to create what was called the Freedom Group. So they're selling the shares. They're getting out. That's private equity doing what they believe is the right thing. And I'm not going to say that it's not the right thing. I'm going to try not to get political because I know I lose people when I do that. I know some people are screaming, like, of course, the private equity is not stupid. I think private equity is saying, you know what, there may be gun reform, and we want out. Maybe they're protecting their financial do re me. So just talking about this, this stuff, again, please take the time to love your children. One of the very few things that I'll throw out there. And if watching funerals of children doesn't freak you out, I don't know what would. When one mom said yesterday that uh, her kid was on this planet, was planted on this planet only to bloom into heaven. It's like, that's so messed up that a parent has to say that. That's so wrong on so many levels. There's a word out there called absurd. And burying your children is absurd. Burying a six, seven-year-old kid is absurd. So, I don't know. Where do I go with this? Definition of absurd is ridiculously unreasonable, unsound, incongruous, having no rational or orderly relationship to human life. So Dick's Sporting Goods, Walmart, suspending firearms. I gave you the ticker symbols of a couple weapon stocks and again it tells you you know during Hurricane Sandy we're talking Home Depot and Lowe's and we're talking about companies that do generators during national disasters whether they be man-made and or thrown down by God with weather there's investment angles 
I would say that's one of the greatest things ever. I would say that's one of the worst things ever. I hate that it takes a tragedy of 20 children being shot for us to have this debate. Because you know how many kids actually die of gunshot wounds in their own homes every year? 180. 180 children, 11 years of age or younger, were killed by a firearm in 2010. Most of them dying at home. That's crazy. Do you remember the Brady campaign? Brady Bill? Religious leaders seem to be the only ones out there doing what they can at this point in time to try to coordinate some sort of preventing gun violence. Whether it's the Episcopalians, Catholics, the Baptists, the Jewish, the Muslims, the Sikhs. They all want to stop gun violence. Why does it take such national headlines for other people to get involved? Blaming guns for Columbine and the Virginia Tech massacres is not like blaming automobiles for the thousands of deaths that occur every year. And now Piers Morgan's making a huge name for himself. If you watch his show, he's basically getting on Republican gun rights advocate after gun rights advocate after gun rights advocate and just, you know, setting up and blowing him over. A friend of mine, Cheryl Cassoni, she worked for, she worked for me uh, 10 years ago on TV. And uh, she ultimately went on to CNN and her hope was, this is a crazy hope. She, she worked from like midnight to 6 a.m. as a news anchor. She said, you know, the hope is that something happens in the middle of the night, like a president dies, the Pope passes, a national uh, disaster. So to get famous in news, you have to have something terrible happen. Odd, odd concept, but I think you can go with it. I think you can track where I'm trying to go. To get your calls in there, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. You can drop me an email, rob at robblack.com. It's rob at robblack.com. You can tweet me, Rob Black Show. YouTube, Rob Black Show. Facebook group page, I Hate Rob Black. You listen to Rob Black and your money on the Wall Street Business Network. Don't forget, just because the year's wrapping up, I'll probably start doing this Black Wednesdays again. I know they've been kind of out of sight, out of mind, because December and January happen to fall on odd uh, days, but we'll pick this back up in February. Black Wednesday is one of those events where you can come out and meet me. Bring your questions, bring your portfolio. We'll gladly do a review for you. Amazon target price went up today. One analyst uh, raised his price target. It's 250 bucks. Keep in mind, it's $257 stock. But basically, he's liking the stock now. AM twelve twenty. Listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome in, Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and much, much more. One of the headlines out there today Hasbro, they're going to begin selling gender neutral Easy Bake ovens after meeting with a 13 year old New Jersey girl who had 
campaign for them. She got more than 40,000 signatures on her online petition at change.org. She also got the support of celebrity chefs, including Bobby Flay, who backed her call for Hasbro to include boys in Easy Bake Oven ads and make them in gender-neutral colors. That's a cool story. That's a nice story. You know, coming out with a purple oven is not going to kill them. And let's face it, we live in a changing world. I saw a recent study out that talked about uh, men and how cleaning products now at grocery stores are starting to try to gear towards men a little bit more because more men are staying at home. I think that's awesome. I think that's wonderful. Not sure you're with me, but I hope you are. Just keep in mind, you're either with me or you're against me. House Republicans are moving on their own bill right now that would ensure increased taxes on millionaires. Yesterday, John Boehner told President Barack Obama of his plan, which is passed in both the House and the Senate and signed into law by Obama, would at least avert income taxes going up on over 98% of Americans. Boehner's not giving up on negotiations with the White House on a deal that would also avert billions of dollars on spending cuts to both defense and non-defense domestic programs. The account gap grew to $107 billion. Eh, actually, I'm sorry, it narrowed. 2.7% of GDP. At one point in time, it was 6.5% in the fourth quarter of 2005. This is the smallest level it's been in six years. That's nice. But it's also bad. It's telling you that our goods aren't being consumed internationally, and we're not consuming other people's goods domestically, as far as countries go. Nielsen's buying Arbitron for a 26% premium. Can't really say there's enough of a story there. Sweden cut their interest rate as the Eurozone woes ways. I saw an interesting story out that some 17-year-old guy thought he was being cute. And on Pinterest, he asked for, hey... Who are the girls that are, how shall we say, not very strict on their morals? And in this one little city, in this one particular high school, people started posting. And they started posting pictures of other people and saying, okay, this is what we did. That was immoral. Privacy is just not there on the Internet. I would be very, very careful on anything that you post. The kid who posted he's going to probably be arrested. But he got a whole school basically in a riot. Scarlett Johansson, nude photo hacker, was sentenced to 10 years in prison. You see how privacy continues? Ricky Gervais is a negotiated star in a Muppet sequel, playing one of the movie's human characters, opposite Modern Family's Ty Burrell. The world's sexiest man, Channing Tatum, is going to be a father. 
His wife, actress Jenna Dewan, is pregnant with the couple's first child. Will it be the world's sexiest baby is the question I ask. Speaking of sexy babies, David and Victoria Beckham's 10-year-old son, Romeo Beckham, he's starring in some new Burberry ads. And taking a look at the photos, he's a pretty good-looking kid. Doesn't hurt Burberry that they went with a celebrity because then people like me We'll talk about it, right? So Saturday Night Live opened Saturday night with a tribute to the victims. Doing Silent Night. The voice coaches saying hallelujah with the names and ages of the children. Interesting to see how media responds. In the last segment, I went over the AR-15 rifle. Gun stocks are slumping. Dick's and Walmart stop selling some firearms. You know, what sort of investor buys gun stocks? It's considered a sin, right? Sins always work. We've got 300 million weapons in the United States. The Mayan apocalypse. What's going to happen on doomsday coming up? You know, checking with NASA, there's no meteors coming to the planet anytime soon. Pope Benedict, his Twitter account, he's not saying anything about the end of the world. So no major disaster preparedness need be ready yet. There is a tracking of Pacific walruses. Or we keep an eyeball on them because they seem to be able to predict earthquakes. So the Mayan prophecy, will they be right? Will they be wrong? Will you still have to pay your credit cards next week? Will the in-laws still come for the holidays? Will we need electricity? Do I still need to get that holiday gift for a loved one? Or can I just keep the vacuum cleaner and hope for the best? Will we ever see the end of the Hobbit trilogy? These are important questions. Mayan prophecy believers still outnumber Justin Bieber prof, uh, believers. Justin Bieber, he's got to go away in 2013, right? 2014, maybe? He ha- That's my prophecy. He has to go away. Bieber must go. You're this Rob Black and your money on the Wall Street Business Network. Savvy investors know where to find the best possible investment. In your money. I'm not black talking all things financial. Stocks are advancing today based on headlines. It suggests the fiscal cliff may be averted. Look, a deal's going to get done. The question is, does it happen in November? Nope. Does it happen in December? Maybe. Will it happen in January? Definitely will it happen before February. To get your calls in the air, it's 800-516-1220.
It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Gold's down three bucks today, sitting at sixteen ninety three an ounce. The average investor doesn't need gold. The average investor should stay away from gold. If you're in your twenties or your thirties, you should be accumulating stocks, bonds, and real estate. Best way to accumulate real estate is through real estate investment trusts that are publicly traded, not privately traded. Privately traded is more like venture capital and should only be done with qualified investors who understand the risks of venture capital. Home builder confidence this morning hits a six and a half year high. The GOP's plan B plan, plan B plan, <laughs> extend the Bush tax cuts for up to one million. Will Boehner and Obama be able to build something? You would hope so. In large part, they both have something to lose. Obama, his legacy, could be tainted with another recession. Republicans, the next round of elections are looking pretty tough. Demographically, the Republicans' message is not getting out to enough people. And then you get the extreme right wing, which again, most political parties have an extreme element to them. Extreme left, extreme right. The extreme right are pretty unpopular right now with gun control. Now, again, that doesn't mean two years' time from now we're not marching to a different drummer. But right now. Wall Street's edging up on hopes of a fiscal cliff deal near. Got the SP 500 up nine. NASDAQ up 25, with all Jones and Nussel left up 63. Facebook's rejected a German demand to allow fake names on Facebook. Facebook's going to fight a German privacy watchdog demand to allow users to register with fake names, insisting that its current practice fully complies with the law. They had a story last hour about how a school in Norway, not Norway, now I'm making that up, how a school in a European country found basically a riot going on, all in large part because people were posting inappropriate Instagram, which goes to Facebook. Uh, pictures with real people's names accusing them of weak moral weak morals. So you actually had a city basically freak out in Sweden. 600 high schoolers freaking out over 200 pictures uploaded. Privacy on the internet. Be careful. You know, the other day my producer Russ was updating his Facebook page, like at midnight. My phone chirps at me anytime someone on my Facebook group page does something. So I was like, what's he doing up at midnight? Like, he gives you insights into people that you may not have had your preconceived notion of. Facebook's going to have $12 billion in revenue. 
That's one of the newest analyst calls on Facebook. By the year 2016, $5 billion a year in sales, about $1.5 billion each year uh, after that in revenues. The analyst at Topeka Capital Markets sees 80% of Facebook sales coming from display ads. Payments are going to be a part of it, mostly from games. Facebook is making a big push to develop non-Zynga games on Facebook. Sponsored stories, sponsored search results. Facebook Exchange is going to take a meaningful portion of the $2 billion real-time bidding market. Facebook today put up something that looks a lot like Yelp. There's not a lot stopping them. Offers, gifts, promoted posts, mobile app installs, custom audience ads, suggested posts, logout page ads. When you go to logout, you see an ad from Ford, Microsoft, Samsung, Netflix, Procter & Gamble, Subway. They've all bought these ads already. Facebook once told a web firm called Clicks that 37 million people log out each day, mostly from public computers. So they're figuring it out. It's kind of nice to see. $12 billion in revenue. That's a lot to do already me. Weapon stocks are getting hit today for the second day in a row. Ruger, Smith & Wesson both falling over 5%. What's interesting to note is that they both actually, the story to me when I look at the stocks, is how much they've fallen from November. They were pricing in a Romney win, maybe, I think. And Obama in his first term, he promised him some gun control. He promised it. It never really happened. He said it got more complicated than he was expecting. Americans in our DNA, we know our Bill of Rights includes the right to bear arms. But for their part today, and I say congratulations to Walmart and Dick's Sporting Goods, they're taking some of the modern firearms out of their stores. Walmart's going to stop selling the Bushmaster semi-automatic, the weapon that the 20-year-old animal Anza used on most of his victims. The majority were small children. What else do we need to talk about this morning? There has to be other big stories on your mind. Home builder confidence up again, eight straight months. Home builders are doing okay in the U.S. They're doing just fine. They were left for dead, a lot like the banks were left for dead. It's time to buy the banks just as much as it's time to buy the home builders. Home builders are probably a year or two ahead of the banks. I would certainly consider a banking ETF or individual names if you know how to pick stocks. I'm not saying you do or don't. Apple shares are up today as Samsung has withdrawn a patent fight with them. To get your calls on the air, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. You can find me on Facebook group page, I Hate Rob Black. You can find me on Twitter, Rob Black Show. You can find me on YouTube, Rob Black Show. In fact, I just uploaded my morning television hit at Rob Black Show. Goldman Sachs just cranked up their growth forecast for China. That's a good story in 2013. In fact, a year ago today, we were worried about China slowing down. We were worried how was Europe going to handle their issues, or will they handle their issues? And we were worried about the fiscal cliff. We're getting close to removing those worries, which should let the market rally 
Maybe it's already rallying. You're listening to me, Rob Black. Rob Black and your money on the Wall Street Business Network. You're listening to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome back in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. One of the things that is going to happen in the coming days, in the coming weeks, after Newton massacre, will be lawsuits. Civil plaintiffs are going to find a way to try to tap the pockets of the Bush master, the manufacturer of the gun, using deadly Newton killings, even though the federal law signed by George W. Bush in 2005 theoretically prohibits lawsuits against gun makers over crimes committed with their products. In 2005, Bushmaster was paid $2 million. They had to pay out to victims of the psychopath killer John Allen Muhammad and his teenage psychic Lee Boyd Malvo. The two terrorized Washington, D.C. area in 2002, and the victims and their families negotiated a $2.5 million settlement. Bushmaster admitted no fault and refused to comply with most of the reforms initially demanded by the Brady campaign to end gun violence. You're going to see lawsuits come. Your emotions are going to change enormously in the coming days and coming weeks. It's such a tragic time for that city. We've got the SP 500 up 7, the NASDAQ up 22, the Dow Jones Industrial Average up 54 points, up 90 points now. There we go. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton, newfocusfinancial.com. Let's talk top retirement mistakes. Everyone loves a good list. Let's go through some of them. I think the number one that I see is retiring without a plan. You know, people come in and say, I've retired. Now, now what do I do? And they, because they run the basic numbers of, hey, I think I have enough. If I take 5% of this 401k that I have, I should be able to retire. But they forget about all of the details, like the vacation planning, the taxes that they have to pay when they draw money out of their 401k, the inflation, the Medicare Part B costs, the, you know, all of these costs that you face in retirement that a lot of people don't even think about. It's pretty common, too, because we don't really know as a society how much we need to retire. We don't know what inflation is going to be or not going to be. We don't know. So it's it's silly to retire with a concept of, I think I have enough. Let's talk about some... Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, you, just, you have to have a real detailed income plan that projects inflation because a person that retires with 100% of their money in a 401k is in a much different situation than somebody that has 401k money, tax-free Roth IRA money, and then after-tax taxable accounts. Um, or low basis stock. So a detailed income plan that has to do with inflation, taxes, and all that stuff, it's, it's, you have to have that at least 10 years prior to retirement. I always thought in retirement I was going to take like college classes. Like I don't really know what my retirement is going to look like, but I know that I want to be mentally stimulated and I want to be around young college girls, which might sound inappropriate, but it keeps me young in heart, which will keep me alive in theory, right? Oh, yeah, you're going to be the one in the restaurant making the dirty jokes to the waitresses and winking. <laughs> winking? It's I'm, not cool, Rob. Just so for you know. the record, I've never winked at a woman in my life. Oh, you will, though. You think so? Yeah, I think you'll be a winker. What's, what's weird to note about that is <laughs> I don't know how to wink. You like, can't wink? No, when I try to wink, it's like I, my head like juts forward six inches. Like I got, and it's, it's awkward. This is a part of your retirement plan is to spend the first few years learning how to wink. Good God. Now, if I wink at 100 women and it produces results with one, 
it's learning. It's worth learning to wink. <laughs> so you're going to have wink statistics now as your job. <laughs> Probably about right. So what else do we need to know about mistakes in retirement? Okay, number two, using old rules of thumb. That idea of saying I'm going to take 100 minus my age, and that's how much goes in stocks, and that's how much goes in bonds. That's no, ridiculous. it's 120 minus your age now. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the new rule? Yeah, that's the new Is rule. The new rules of money? Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's just an awful idea because you can't have just a dummy portfolio that you dollar cost average back out of. You have to have a certain amount in cash, a certain amount in dividend paying stocks that always increase their dividend, a certain amount in a balanced portfolio, and some alternative products. It's a little bit smarter than that. Okay. Because we, we've gone – and the reason why, Rob, is because we've gone to a correlation closer and closer to one post about 2007 where – you know, asset allocation meant there was always some part of your portfolio going up. Everything has kind of moved as we've gone to a global economy together. So you have to have a little bit smarter approach than just that old, you know, rule of thumb of 100 minus your age, and that's how much is stocks versus bonds. Also, the other, you know, old rule of thumb that doesn't work is that you're only going to need 70% of what you spend while you're working in retirement. Uh, usually it's higher in the first five years because of vacations and health care costs, especially if you retire early. Um, and then, you know, a lot of older, older people used to say, you'll be okay if you can retire and just live off of the income that your assets are producing. We are at a historical lows on bonds, and we've gone through a decade of very low inflation, so we could go through a decade of high inflation, which could kick that rule of thumb, you know, to the curb. So you think I'm wrong? I, I thought I wasn't going to spend any money in retirement. I thought I was just going to sit there and watch Ellen genitals. Like, I want to be that old guy who says everything incorrectly. I love, I love Ellen genitals. And, like, my kids and my kids' kids will be like, it's uh, degenerous, uh, but I'm going to do it intentionally. Like, I want to watch TV in retirement. I don't think my retirement's going to be that expensive, Chad. You know, you, it might not be in your 80s, especially if you um, keep winking at people and then you're kicked out of everywhere. But you might just be sitting home and watching TV, and that could What's be part of it. What's winking? Like, did you learn how to flirt, like, in 1940? <laughs> I can just picture you doing it now. So it's every restaurant. You, you you wink as you leave a quarter for a tip. <laughs> that's embarrassing. It's that, a little too close to home, but it's yeah. true enough. Yeah. Well, that's another one. So using bad assumptions. So you're assuming that you're not going to spend much in retirement. So that's that's uh, mistake number three. Yeah, I guess you if the waitress says that's... yes once or twice, then she's going to start digging my gold, so to speak, and <laughs> the wink won't have paid off, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. So using bad assumptions, anyways, if you're trying to project that you're going to earn well over 7% on a balanced portfolio, which includes three years' worth of expenses and cash, that's way too much on your long-term assumptions. You know what they say about assumptions? They make an ass out of you and me. Yes. It reminds me of my shop teacher from high school. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> it's CFP Chad Burton. I don't even want to know about your shop teacher in high school. That just that ends badly. CFP Chad Burton, NewFocusFinancial.com. That's NewFocusFinancial.com. And I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Marissa Mayer, she took 80 Yahoo executives to Half Moon Bay. She said a lot of cool things at Yahoo so far. Free foods, new smartphones, new computers. During the first weekend of December, she... And COO Henri De Castro hosted 80 Yahoo executives at the Ritz Carlton in Half Moon Bay. It's not that far away from Sunnyvale, but it does feel far away when you're actually there. It feels like Scotland, England, and Ireland. It feels like I'm watching Downtown Abbey. I know you're saying, you don't watch Downtown Abbey. I don't watch Downtown Abbey. 
success or failure starts at the top. It's that way in football. It's that way in corporations. She's a pretty good leader. I think we all could say, you know, hey, uh, we see from a distance what she's doing as far as good things go. Get your calls in there. It's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Find me on YouTube, Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on the Wall Street Business Network. Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and much, much more. What do you want to talk about today? There's plenty of product and content that we can hit. Home builder confidence hit the highest level since 2006. That's positive. I'm not going to jump up and down. I'm not going to get you like into a frenzy over it. Sights are being set on the AR-15 Bushmaster. Turns out, Cerebus Capital has dumped their share in the automaker—not the automaker, but the arms maker, Freedom Group. Turns out, the head of Cerebus Capital, his father, lives in Newton. Small world. 15-year mortgage is amazing right now, and that's helping the mortgage world. It's got a huge wave of popularity, nearly 16% of fixed rate of fixed rate mortgages that lenders sold to Fannie Mac were 15-year loans, up from almost 10% a year prior. 15-year mortgages account for nearly a third of refinance loans during the first seven months of the year. 30-year mortgage is great, but the cost of the 15 I used to say never, ever, ever consider a 15-year mortgage. But rates got so cheap, down to 2.8%, you had to look at it. You had to look at it. 15-year mortgages, 30-year mortgages, all helping the home builder confidence in the United States. Let's go to Dan in San Mateo. Dan? Hey, Rob. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, I was wondering what you thought about um, buying into XLK um, at this point uh, for to get a basket of tech stocks, or do you think it's uh, uh, a little high at this level? First and foremost, I think tech stocks should be rented, not owned. Do you kind of agree with that concept or thought, Dan? Um, that's been pretty much my experience. They they seem to get a run a run on them, and then and then uh, don't uh, necessarily do all that well over the long term. But that's starting to change a little bit. But I, I think we're on the same page. And do you need tech in your portfolio, Dan? Do you need a little bit of growth? 
Um, I, I would like to get to get some, but I do already hold some of the names. I have some uh, small positions in Apple and IBM, which I know are in there. But uh, looking yeah. at it, I see there's pretty good list of tech companies in there with smaller weights. Absolutely, and thanks for the call. What Dan's asking about is an exchange-traded fund, an ETF, which is a lot like a mutual fund, without the tax consequences of someone else you know, already owning Apple for 200 points and you inherit his stock basis. So Apple makes up 19% of the XLK. IBM, another 7%, so that's 26%. I like IBM for a long-term patient investor. That's one I would accumulate. Some other names in here that I would accumulate, AT&T and Verizon, potentially Google. One of the things I threw out was that I tend to rent tech stocks, not own them. I own shares of Apple. I'm completely content with it. I won't own the shares of Apple the day I die unless the dividend goes way up. I might own shares of AT&T and Verizon the day I die because I like their dividend. I like their business model. So I'm fine with him adding it to his portfolio. I think it's a nice diversified way of getting some exposure to cyclical growth. I think the economy stands to improve next year. I think since Apple makes up such a large percentage of XLK, you have to take that into account in consideration of whether or not you should buy it or not. If you take a look at five-year track record of XLK, you're not getting a lot of dividends. Throw that out there. It's gone from $26 a share down to $14 a share, all the way up to $29 a share. So basically in five years, it's gone from 26 to 29, not the greatest return. It doesn't have a glorious dividend yield. It does have a yield of 1.5%. I would say, Dan, if you were to put a gun to my head, one sector, China. Two sectors, China and financials. Three sectors, China, financials, income. High-quality international corporate companies. Four sectors, I'd probably throw in tech for 2013. Part of that's going to hinge, though. Part of that's going to hinge on whether or not the fiscal cliff deal gets done. No deal, and I think you'll see some weakness before you see some strength. I'm okay with that. Speaking of weakness before strength, the Easy Bake Oven. No. Britney Spears, she was the top earner in, in music last year for women. 31-year-old pop star. She pulled in $58 million, more than any other woman in the music industry, even more than the love of my life, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, because she's awkward looking. Her latest album, Femme Fatale, platinum. Then she toured. Touring gave her bulk of her bucks. She also had Britney Spears had endorsements in a fragrance line. That's a comeback story. There's a company out there that I find intriguing. Sprint. They're set for a $120 million breakup fee of Clearwire for some reason. Gets out of the deal with Sprint. $120 million to break up. I've had expensive breakups. Not that expensive. Talks a little bit about mergers and acquisitions. Sprint got a huge cash infusion from uh, SoftBank. Huge cash infusion when the deal was done between those two companies. Sprint shares have done very well. 
long term? Is it a stock you want to own, a stock you don't want to own? I don't know. I prefer the AT&T and Verizon's dividends, but there's probably more growth in that sprint angle. Gun stocks are getting destroyed today. Smith & Wesson down 10% now. Smith & Wesson down 10%. Sturm Ruger down 6%. Private equity, Giant Cerebus, announced that it would sell its stake in Gunmaker Freedom Group. So there's a situation where a tragedy is pushing the price of the stock down aggressively. But according to a recent Smith & Wesson presentation, demand for guns, barring major reforms, is incredibly robust in the United States. California Senator Dianne Feinstein said she intended to introduce an assault weapons ban bill first day of new Congress in January. In Newton, Connecticut, President Obama committed to using whatever power his office holds to prevent shootings from happening again. It will be very, very interesting to watch these stocks in the next month, two months, and see what they're telling us. Again, I'm not pushing a political agenda in any way, shape, or form. It's not my platform. I'm talking about the money angle. Talking about Smith and Wesson saying the underlying demand for weapons is huge. You know, if you were to look back at their presentation, they used industry-adjusted numbers. Background checks indicate continuing strong year-over-year firearm sale. Roughly standing about 1.5 million new firearms. Growth in handguns, long guns, and permit checks growing, spiking through the roof. So that's a number of about 900,000 in the month of November. Handgun and long gun projected sales history has gone nothing but up. It was a $225 million industry for handguns back in 1982. Today, it's $1.4 billion. Back in 1982, it was for long guns, it was a $400 million business. Now, today, it's a $1.4 billion business. And the numbers are spiking. If you were just to look at the numbers, you would own Smith & Wesson. If you were to look at future legislation, you'd say, poo, no chance. Pistols are driving the growth in handguns. Pistols account for 82% of units, both manufactured and imported. Total handguns in the United States sold 4.4 million. Pistols, 3.6 million. Revolvers, 800,000. So background checks up. Overall, permit check permits up. Largest single day ever for background checks in the United States was Black Friday of 2012. So people went out on after Thanksgiving and bought a gun. The consumer market's focused on concealed and carry, new product pipeline, higher performance standards, professional market, the M9 pistol replacement opportunity for military weapons. Again, if you were to study the numbers... It's frightening. If you were to pick stocks based on numbers, you'd pick Smith & Wesson. 
I don't know. It's like, am I presenting enough of a debate here or a thought here? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Find me on YouTube channel, Rob Black Show. Find me on Facebook, I Hate Rob Black, or Cron4, Rob Black, K-R-O-N, 4, R-O-B-B-L-A-C-K. Find me on Twitter, Rob Black Show. Let's take a quick look at the market numbers and see how we're doing. We have an up day. The GOP's plan B, extending some Bush tax cuts for up to $1 million. I think more and more people are going to sign on to, okay, well, it's not me, so I don't mind. Go ahead and do it. S&P 500 is up 11. The Nasdaq's up 32. The Dow's up 80. You're the straw black of your money on the Wall Street Business Network. AM 1220 KDOW traffic. This Bay Area up. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. You listen to me, Rob Black. I'm trying to get you to retirement. That's my goal on this show. I'm trying to get more and more people noticing this kind of stuff. But if you're in retirement, I'm trying to help you too. We talk reverse mortgages. We talk about putting three years of money in cash or cash equivalents and letting the rest of your money grow. We talk about not panicking. This show really is for everyone. I make fun of old people because it's entertainment. It's infotainment. I, I'm not going to come on and, and be everyone's friend. I'm not trying to get your business. I'm not trying to, like, kiss up to you. It's just not, not my goal. I hope you can appreciate that. This holiday season is going to be a busy travel season. I say don't do it. Flights during the holiday season, 90% full. If there's one bit of advice I, I'll throw out there health-wise, is consider plugging your nose on flights and don't touch the tray in front of you. I know you're saying, plugging your nose. Most people get sick from inhaling, not digesting. Keep your mouth shut. Try not to breathe a lot. I know you're saying, fascinating, Mr. Black. I try. Doesn't always work, but I try. To get your calls on the air, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can and will talk about. In particular, uh, economics. Last night we got a kind of an Obama concession, a Boehner concession. Obama only wants 200, well, his tax revenue demand was lowered to 200 billion. He offered to start tax rate increases at 400,000 in income instead of 250,000. That's moving closer to a deal. Is a deal done? No. China set its initial target for economic growth at 7.5%. China's still a pretty good investment right now, in my opinion. I probably won't own China the day I die. I will own international stocks the day I die. 
The year-over-year pace, is that something out for dying right now? The year-over-year pace for GDP is about 2%. That's very marginal, lower than expectations. In the last 11 quarters, it's been about 2.17%. The trends in rail car loadings, particularly waste and scrap materials, there's supposedly a telling relationship between the year-over-year pace of rail car loads of scrap materials and real GDP. The indicator started weakening earlier this year. So we do have a weakening economy. There's just no doubt about it. Sweden's central bank reduced its benchmark interest rate for the fourth time in a year. That's not good. If you're asking me a country that uh, I like as an investment play on long term, I'm okay with Sweden. I prefer India to China. Hans Redeker and Ian Standard at Morgan Stanley, their strategist, they said the euro could rise versus the dollar to buck thirty-four. I'm stunned that the euro hasn't got collapsed, in, not collapsed, not cratered, but hasn't weakened more significantly than it has. Senior currency strategy at Royal Bank of Scotland, RBS. So the Australian Central Bank's December 4 meeting suggests there will be no deep further rate cuts. Thus telling you that when I look at Australia, Australia, I look a lot of, I see a lot of Asia in Australia. Kind of an Americanized Asia play. I look at the U.K. as kind of an Americanized European play. I know you're saying, man, you're out of your mind today. I think I'm making sense. I think so. Uh, There's a pretty cool blog out there called 538. It's a blog for the New York Times. It refers to the number of electoral votes. Statistical probability of things happening. It's a fascinating play on knowledge for you to try to extrapolate. The value of being a compromise between ignorance and knowledge, saying exactly what you want to say, doing exactly what you want to do, you're able to run scenarios. So if you go to New York Times, they... I don't know if this is well-known. I kind of think it is, but I'm not positive. But the New York Times business section has a lot of blogs that you can subscribe to. I would never, ever, never let your investment decisions be made by a blog. But if you find a couple good analysts that you trust or that over time you learn from, it can make, it can make some sense. I personally like uh, briefing.com and bloomberg.com. I like the New York Times business section. I like the Wall Street Journal. I like the Financial Times enormously. I like the BBC enormously. To get your calls on the air, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Don't be shy. You can still call the show. We've got about a minute and a half left, and I'd love to hear from you. I know you're saying that's not even funny. So Dick's Sporting Goods has suspended some rifle sales, and that's tough for them as a publicly traded company. 
they make a lot of money. As a shareholder, do you want them to, to stop? Or as a social member of society, do you want them to stop selling weapons? Big sporting goods in the last couple of days have gone from $52 share to $45 a share. Now it's climbing today. If you get your calls in the air, it's 800 516 You're listening to me, Rob Black. Rob Black, your money on the Wall Street Business Network. and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.